Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L2 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Curtelli. And as always, I'm here with Mr. Luca Moya. On today's episode, we will be looking at some of the NFL rookie predictions. And we have a little surprise for you. We have a special guest. Luca, why don't you introduce him? Okay, okay. This guy's been asking me to come on the podcast for, I think, a year now. So finally, he's making an appearance. Probably... Probably the only guy I know who likes Washington, but a diehard Washington football <laughs> fan, Christian Mezzatesta. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here, man. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Excited. Very excited for this. Oh, yeah, baby. This is going to be a good show. Uh, Luca actually came up with us with this idea uh, for this topic on the NFL rookies. So the NFL draft is behind us as well as rookie camps are getting underway so let's get it started christian i'm gonna go to you first qb who is gonna out of all the rookie qbs taken in the draft who is gonna lead the nfl this season in rookie touchdowns um i think the most obvious answer here is trevor lawrence and i have some reasoning i would say i think he's going to be put in the position where he's relied on most compared to the other qbs and i think the receivers and the weapons that he's been provided with are more more talented than the, like the likes of Zach Wilson, for example. I think he's been put around guys for touchdown threats. Marvin Jones, DJ Chark, these guys can get. These guys are big guys who can or presences in in the in the end zone, and I think he's got the most. He's got the most potential for uh, for touchdowns in this in this in this scenario he's been put in. Luca. Yeah, well, we also did another one of this. Me and Lucas's other podcast, Cover Four. Take a listen to that. Lingo Sports. <laughs> Anyways, that's our sponsor for today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I agree with Christian. I just think because Trevor Lawrence is going to be put in the best position, we don't know what's going to happen with Justin Fields. Will Trey Lance start? I think the only sure starter right now is him and Zach Wilson. And when if it comes down to them two, I'm going to take Lawrence every single time because of everything Christian said, the weapons, and he's just a better quarterback in general. Yeah, so I guess we're going three for three on Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he's going to get the most playing time, like Lucas said, and Christian, uh, out of all the quarterbacks taken. Uh, Zach Wilson really doesn't have that roster around him to really make a big impact. Uh, crazier things have happened. Uh, but it would be interesting to see if Andy Dalton in Chicago can't get it done the first couple games. If Chicago goes 0-2, 0-3, and they want to switch things up and maybe bring in uh, their rookie quarterback, it's going to be very interesting to see. But Trevor Lawrence, for sure. So we went three for three on Trevor Lawrence. Easy there. So it's going to get a little harder down the stretch. Wide receiver. Now, mm-hmm. who is going to lead the NFL with the most receiving yards? Luca, let's start with you. Ooh, out of the rookie class, right? Or is this rookie just class, general? Of course. Rookie, rookie class. class. This is what we're I doing would, here, buddy. Uh, okay, okay. Well, I, I might have take Christian's rookie because I think he might do that. So I'm going to leave it to him. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I think rookie – yeah, I kind of went back and forth with this. Um, I said it on the other podcast. I said Jalen Waddle um, mm-hmm. on my other podcast, but just because of his the big play potential that he can have, uh, I don't think he's necessarily going to have the most receptions. Can he stay healthy? We saw Henry Ruggs' speech were taken last year. He was kind of injury-riddled. But I think now with the weapons that Miami have added, they've added Will Fuller, another speed guy, Devontae Parker. Tua should be taking that next step. I just think the average yard per perception or per reception, sorry, for Waddle is going to be really high. And for that reason alone, I'm just going to make him my prediction to lead the class in yards. Christian. Um, I'm going to go a different direction here. And the only reason for me is because I feel like this player is going to be relied upon so heavily. 
and my picks, Kyle Pitts, I think he is going to be put in, in a spot where if Julio does get traded, which all things are pointing toward, it's, it's very likely it could happen. I think he's going to be put in a spot where he's relied upon, upon Matt Ryan. He likes his big receivers. And I think Kyle Pitts has the athleticism to make that jump right away. He has the skill. He has the talent. I think in that Atlanta Falcons offense with Matt Ryan, he will be that guy. He will be his guy this year. And I think he's going to really excel in that offense. And I think he can definitely be the, the receiving yards leader for this class. My pick, actually, uh, another guy I think is going to be relied, a lot, uh, relied upon heavily is Rashad Bateman going to Baltimore. They, they, they used him with the first-round pick. Uh, really, They really need some receiving help. Uh, you see their offense is really based around the running ability of Lamar Jackson, and he needs somebody to throw to. Um, Hollywood Brown or what, Marquise Brown uh, really wasn't getting the job done. So getting Rashad Bateman in there, he's going to be now the number one receiver there, giving Lamar Jackson somebody to throw to. So if they can work their offense with faking the runs with Lamar and maybe finding Bateman downfield or in the slot or something like that, it's going to be really interesting to see because he's probably going to get a lot of touches. They also uh, added, on. before you start, they also added Sammy Watkins, too. Oh, Sammy Watkins, too. So, so again, that's two, a, two yeah, big guys yeah. that are, are going to make a huge difference on that Baltimore uh, team. Yeah. So it's going to so be interesting. All the attention all the attention is just not going to be on Bateman. So that, that mm-hmm. can help him a lot, too. Exactly. Good point, Luca. Good point. Thanks for Thank you. Uh, helping yeah, that's me out what there. I do. Big assist that's right I there. I got the goal, but you came in there with a the nice first assist. Uh, running backs now. Uh, rookie running backs who are going to lead it. I'll, I'll start. Uh, probably one of the more obvious picks, Najee Harris, uh, going in Pittsburgh. Big Ben, really at the end of his career. Uh, his arms kind of jello right now. They're going to need to rely on the run a lot, like they did last year. It's going to be interesting to see if their old line can really uh, get it done for Najee Harris. I really think he might be also a receiving uh, back as well. He can do that as well. So, uh, but he's probably the best running back taken in that first round. So Najee Harris for me, is he going to get a thousand yards? I don't know, but I think he might uh, lead the, the running back rookie class uh, this season. Christian, let's go to you. I'm going to have to backpack off you, Lucas. I think Najee Harris is the best pick here. I think he's going to be their, their bell cow right away. And with big Ben, again, as you said, getting older, relying heavily on the run game, he will be, he'll be, they'll trust him with the ball. And I think as long as the O-line can hold through and kind of, protect him in the way they should be able to, or, or hopefully will be able to, he will excel and lead the league in run rushing yards for rookies. I think this is a very similar question to the quarterback touchdown leader. Like mm-hmm. the usage rate with Lawrence is kind of going to be the same with Harris. Like we don't know about these other running backs, right? Cause you have Javante Williams kind of crowded running back room with Melvin Ingram. He's probably gonna have some snaps taken away from him. Also ETN Robinson rushed for a thousand yards last year. How are they going to use him? So there's probably going to be some undrafted guy we've never heard about rushed for a thousand yards happens every year. It seems like, so that could be a possibility too, but Najee Harris is going to be my pick as well. I just think they're just going to feed him like 300 times. Like they're just going to run the crap out of him. Mm -hmm. And then fourth year when his contract is up, they're probably not going to pay him. So that's usually what the Steelers do. And so if Harris can have a good four years um, successfully in the NFL, starting with this rookie year, I think he has a pretty bright future. Yeah, I think we've seen that before with the the Pittsburgh organization and their running backs. So uh, yeah. we'll see what happens with Najee Harris and how he's going to be used in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, pardon me. Defense now, 
uh, defensive back, Christian, let's start with you. Who do you think is going to be the best defensive back in the league as a rookie this season? So I've had a little bit of trouble with this one because a lot of these guys are being put into rooms that are pretty crowded. I think Surten is a good pick, in that, in the, but there's a problem with him because they just added Darby. They just mm-hmm. added Kyle Fuller. They have pretty pretty good cornerbacks already in the position. So I don't know what kind of playing time like Surten will feel will have in his first year, right? So I know this might be a funny one to think about, but I honestly think Eric Stokes will wow. be one thing to look for this year. Hmm. I know it's crazy to think about. Me and my friend Sam were actually talking about this one. He's a Green Bay fan, and he was like, who is this guy, right? But I think <laughs> in this, in the defensive scheme, I think he will be a guy that there's so much attention on Jair Alexander that quarterbacks will try to throw away from him. And I think Eric Stokes as a secondary guy could actually end up excelling. And we might see like a big, a big year in interceptions for him just, just because he's going to be guarding that side of the field that Jair isn't. And I think he might be, he might be in for a lot of plays and he might have to defend a lot of passes. So could see a big year from him. Mm -hmm. Luca. That's the first one I've heard actually Eric Stokes. He was like it was kind of one of those things where like was at the tipping point of Aaron Rodgers leaving, but if he leaves the league with a class and interception, it's kind of <laughs> kind of like, well, Aaron, see, look what we did now, man. <laughs> we got the leader in, in rookie interceptions. Um, I don't know about like interceptions. I went. I also said on the other. One, I said Greg Newsom just because I think the defense for Cleveland is just outstanding. Uh, they took me and Christian, one of our favorite linebackers in JOK. They basically stole him. We were texting all night. When's this guy going to go? When's he going to go? There must be something we don't know about. It ended up coming out that he did have something, yeah. but they basically stole him. And they have a really good secondary now. They have Grant Delpit coming back, who's a high, high safety coming out of the class. Last year, he missed all of uh, his rookie season uh, from an injury. So Greg Newsom, I think he's going to be put in positions kind of similar to what Stokes is, but this defense is loaded. Like yeah. on the back end now, they're loaded. It's going to take some time to figure stuff out. So that could kind of maybe affect Newsom's playing time. But once they get the ball rolling, and if Newsom becomes a the guy they think they will, I think he's going to be a huge, huge player on this defense and could eventually end up being that ball-hawking guy that they need in that secondary. See, I'm going with the uh, one of the, the guys from Michigan, I think has the best name in the draft. I know, Luca, you've had to, some troubles naming a lot of guys in this draft. Oh, yeah. With a lot of big, big names. Uh, Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. He went the to The lead Indy. in interceptions? No, this is the defensive back. Yeah, he's defensive end. Oh, I thought you were going DBs. I was like, this oh, guy's gonna drop. I went, the to, I went tackle. I didn't say tackles. My bad. My, my bad. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. My okay, bad. So we'll I just move on to sacks. Then we'll move on to tackles. Yeah. We'll move on to oh, tackles. Yeah. So I just said Quiddy Pay. He's. A, I was gonna say the F word, but he's a beast. His, <laughs> athlete, his athleticism yeah. is off the charts. Uh, again, like we've said with Trevor Lawrence, Najee Harris, they're gonna be relying a lot. Uh, with him, especially in that system in Indy. So he's mm-hmm. going to be make a big impact. So what do you want to go to next? You want to go to... So was that your your rookie class, or your rookie leader in tackles, not sacks? Tackles, you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Right. So sacks, then we'll go... Right? Well, well, it's, well, there's tackles and there's sacks. So which one was it? yours? Which one was your two? Sorry, I'm now I'm confused. Oh, no, we did interceptions or we like DBs and stuff. So you, yeah. you say your interceptions after. We'll let Christian say uh, who do you think is going to lead the class in tackles. Like total tackles, tackles, okay. Tackles, I'm going to go with uh, with Micah Parsons. I think he's going to be their, like, plug-in starter, especially on that um, atrocious defense last year. I think he will bring 
like that next he'll bring that like that, that bright spot in that defense and I think he'll be kind of relied upon to make big plays and I think honestly he has the talents to get that stuff done so I definitely think he's going to lead the league in tackles for the rookies yeah for sure wow it's interesting very <laughs> interesting because <laughs> you laugh over there because you know exactly where I'm going to go. And I'm going to pick the guy from Washington. I'm going to go Davis, the linebacker. Um, I think he's just going to be an absolute monster playing for Ron Rivera and this defense, man. Like, Jamin Davis from Kentucky, like, we were talking also, like, you know how much I really like him, his speed, athleticism. He can drop back into coverage. And I think because the defense is so good, it's going to allow him to really be put in positions to just be effective on every single play. Like the pass rush is going to get there. We know the pass rush is going to get there. And as soon as these quarterbacks try to get it on like two seconds. So when they do get it on two seconds, I expect Davis in the middle of the field just to come down right away, stop the run if he has to. He can do all that. I'm surprised you didn't go. I, maybe you didn't want to. I get it. You didn't want to like jinx it maybe a little bit. You kind of wanted to sit back. And I'm you like, you want to put it out in the air. You didn't want to put it out in the air. You don't want to put it out I'm going to go with Jamin Davis, man. I, I love his upside. Very nice. I like Jamin Davis too. I heard him uh, as well on the the Cover Four podcast. You guys, you guys went four for four on Jamin Davis. Uh, speed, athleticism. He's going to Washington. Great system with Ron Rivera. So, great picks, guys. Great picks. And we're moving on to the cornerbacks. I'll start with the cornerbacks. Uh, I agreed with Nolan on this one. He made a good case. J.C. Horn uh, in Carolina. Uh, he, again, a lot of these rookies are going to lead their their respective categories in because of like their usage and how they're relied upon with their teams. And you have Carolina, again, a team who was at the bottom of their division and they're in a division with a lot of passing teams. So I think that JC Horn is going to get a lot of opportunities to get, make interceptions. He's going to a lot of opportunities to make the big tackles. Uh, he's playing against Tom Brady, uh, especially he's going to be on uh, Nolan said as well. What's his name? Uh, Michael Thomas, uh, in New Orleans, but he's going to have either Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill throwing to them, not the the legend Drew Brees. So he's going to get a lot of good opportunities to make big plays. So that's why I take J.C. Horn. Uh, Christian, what do you think? We're going to go to Sacks. Me and Christian, we'll, we'll yeah. start the Sacks. You start Sacks, yeah. Sacks? Yeah. Um, I'm going to follow with, uh, with Lucas again. I think Quiddy Pay is a pretty safe pick mm. there because I think with Indianapolis, they lack – like they have the interior – the, um, the interior pressure with with uh, Buckner, but I think with the outside, they they lack that um that, that guy, right? The guy that Washington has. Those two guys that Washington. Oh, they got they got like seventeen, it seems like. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think Woody Pay is going to be put right in there, and I think he's going to excel because the way that this team's set up with their defense, they have a strong secondary. They have a they have a good linebacking core, linebacker core. And now that they've inserted this guy Quiddy Pay into their into their line, I think he's going to excel in pressuring the QB, and I think he's going to get to to the QB, and I think he's going to he's going to lead the league in sacks because I just think he's the type of player with that type of talent to, to kind of take that step right away. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I agree, and that's why I said too. I said Quiddy Pay. I just think w- the reasons he pointed out, like Force Buckner, is such a force where you got you got a double team. So he's going to be having seen a lot of one-on-one matchups. They've needed a guy like this for a long, long time, probably since Robert Mathis retired a couple of years ago. So they've been trying to find that pass rusher uh, to come back to Indianapolis and give him the edge there. Can he be the guy? I don't know because I, I he was so good in Michigan, but 
like the sack production wasn't there necessarily what you have wanted from like a like twenty first overall. I think he went or like a top uh, round pick, but he led I think the nation or like he was near the top in pressures. So that right there, you look at that stat and you say, well, those eventually could turn into sacks. But again, they're NFL quarterbacks. These guys get the ball even quicker than college quarterbacks. So he's got to polish his game a little bit. But I like Quiddy Pay too because he's an he's a monster. Like he can get around the edge very, very quickly. He can throw you on the ground. And so I think Quiddy Pay is, is the answer here. But there are a lot of good pass rushes that came out this year. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was someone else. All right. So I said my cornerback uh, pick, Luca. Let's go with that. Uh, you go right back so to you. What do you are think? Are you going to go? Uh, you say so I went JC. But... I said. I went yeah, JC well, we Martin. yeah we we both set our corners now. We said uh, Newsom and uh, oh yeah, Newsom Christian said thing. So who do you have leading in sacks? Who do I have leading in sacks? He said Quiddy Pay. He did say oh yeah, okay. I said Quiddy so, Pay. So yeah, you know we're all we're all over the place here. We're today. all we're all we're all a little all over the place. Christian's feel... Christian's making us nervous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, okay, so yeah. before we get into the awards, I just want to. Luca, you text me before the show and you're like, this guy, Christian, he knows his stuff, right? He knows his yeah. stuff. He wants, let him talk, let him talk. So he's a special guest on the show. So I want to let him talk. Uh, Christian, I noticed uh, the Washington banner uh, behind you. So give us what you think is going to, uh, you're looking forward to for the upcoming season with your Washington team. Honestly, oh, here we go. Put, Sit I'm, back. I'm, put, I'm putting Sit him on back. the spot. This is, you know? is going to be a long one. No, no, no. Luke. Don't put him on. He, he doesn't matter. He can go on for ages about this. Luke, go on mute. Go on mute. We'll no, just no, no. I want to hear this. I'm, I'm going to sit back. I'll go on. Uh, go get a coffee and we'll, we'll, we'll be back. <laughs> Christian, you have the floor. I'll condense it as much as I can. Basically, <laughs> I'm most excited for this offense. I know everyone's all about the defense. And I, I love the defense. I think it's great. I'm, I'm excited to dominate again. But, um... From the offensive side of the ball, I'm happy with the quarterback. I'm 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 happy. I'm not like ecstatic, but I'm glad we finally have a guy who can throw the ball deep. We can rely on to make accurate throws, and I'm and I'm also excited with the receivers we've gotten. We got Curtis Samuel going. We got this new guy Deami Brown who looks insane. We got Terry McLaurin in his third year with a quarterback with an, a, more, a more competent quarterback than Dwayne Haskins. Alex Smith after injury, those type of guys. So now that we have all these these assets ready to go, I think this is the year the offense takes that next step and we start putting some pressure on our division. We know our division is not the best. I think this is the year we dominate our division. I know Giants fans, Cowboys fans still think they're the best teams, especially those Giants fans. I don't know where they're with that Daniel <laughs> Jones guy. I don't know what's going on there. But definitely I think our defense and our now with our improved offense – I think our team has a lot of potential and I think we can win those, those tight games, like, like against Tampa, those games against Tampa, those games against the Buffalo bills, those better teams that we're playing against. I think we can put more pressure on these teams and hopefully squeeze out a couple wins and get that nice record to get into the playoffs again and hopefully get a better matchup than last year. We got, unfortunately we played a good game, but yeah, this year we, uh, well, the good thing, uh, the good thing for you is your division is not the greatest, but they are getting better. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, the, listen, Dallas is going to be better just yeah. because yeah. Of, of Dak, right? And that's going to make Zeke better. They focus a lot on their defense, and then Washington. Uh, sorry, the Giants. Is Daniel Jones the answer? Probably not. But again, mm-hmm. like we look at Washington and what they've added in the offseason. But these guys, man, like they're getting, they're adding Saquon back. They didn't have him last year. They signed Kenny Galladay. Uh, you know, they got, they drafted Kadarius Tony. So, so 
I mean, they are a good team, but again, Washington's probably going to feast on that offensive line because they refuse to, to address it. So when you look at that matchup and stuff, I think the most important thing for the, for the, for the football team is interdivision wins. Cause all these teams are probably going to have more or less around the same record. It's going to be the tiebreakers that decide things. Washington has Dallas's number, but the Giants have Washington's number. So if Washington can even it out a little bit, they got to feast on <laughs> I Philly. Need to argue that. I need to argue that. Okay, go, but go they ahead, have to ahead. feast on – you know they have to feast on Philly. Like, they have to get two wins there. Okay, no. Philly, yes, I agree. Because Philly yeah. is, is not there yet. But no. the problem with Giants fans is that they think they have our number. <laughs> but you won both games off final drives with quarterbacks who just – they aren't that – like, Alex Smith wasn't a playmaker that year. Like, I know he led us to that great end of the season, and I'm very happy he did that. But you could just see it in him. He, he couldn't escape the pocket. He couldn't make those throws. So, like, like, like the game against the Giants where we lost on that final drive, he threw two picks and two drives. Like, mm-hmm. like it's it's not like you dominated us the whole game. We had we were there with you. Like, and especially the one where Kyle Allen, last play of the game, we didn't we went for a two-point conversion to win, and he just Agreed. couldn't get it. So yes. like it's not like they're that far ahead of us. And I think now with a, a better offense. We're going to, I think it's going to be a whole different story this year, but I understand your argument. And no, I, yeah, I'm just, listen, they have to win the division games because uh, they, yeah, have, sure. they have, they have the hardest schedule in the division because they won it last year. Mm-hmm. But I do think, I think they're there. And another question I might put you on the spot with, not really because we've talked about this a lot. What would, you, if you had to, what would you give up for Aaron Rodgers if? He was made available. Like, if Washington's going all in, and we've talked about, oh, can they get Justin Fields? And you made a good point. Giants probably wouldn't have traded with you. Uh, the Chargers weren't going to trade their pick because they had Slater there. And the Vikings were in position to take Fields if he was still available. And it looked like they wanted to take him. So, Fields is probably out of the equation. If they were to get Aaron Rodgers, what would you be willing to give up? Because for me, if you get Aaron Rodgers and the deal makes sense, we're looking at a team that can possibly go to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Honestly, Luca, I think what makes the most sense right now is one of our guys, not Chase Young, but one of our guys on the line. I don't think Jonathan Allen, I like him a lot. I don't want him going. But I think a guy like Duran Payne or Amontez Sweat, you can you can get rid of him as well as obviously I think a couple yeah, high picks. picks. Yeah, yeah, obviously, like maybe like two first rounders. I don't I'm not I'm not even sure, like, exactly what we have going forward. Like, I know. Okay. Yeah, well, the pick, there's going to be first. And for right. sure, picks. But, like, player-wise, mm-hmm. for sure, one of our one of our guys on the line, because we have Ionitis, who can, we could always plug in after. But one of those guys will definitely help Green Bay and, and the, their issues run in with the run game, because we know they've had their issues, especially last year. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, like, I don't know, like, do you add in Ryan Fitzpatrick? Like, do they take that? Like, <laughs> they need somebody to uh, play quarterback too. But well, they uh, need someone they to add. challenge Jordan Love. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan Love. Rough him up a little bit, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely goodness. one of our guys, I think. And then yeah. the, oh, you have to add that pick, Paul. But yeah. honestly, for me, I think you have to. Like, if you have the opportunity, I just don't think Green Bay is doing it. Same with, yeah, obviously, the issue. Like, before the issues with Deshaun, I thought you had to do the same thing, you know? But the thing is with Deshaun now, we talked about this on an episode, and it's unfortunate what's happening with him. He's probably going to get suspended even if he's not found guilty. Like, the league just is going to do that. As, you know, from a pure business standpoint, as much as it's kind of like 
I don't want to sound obnoxious by saying this, but his value has gone down. It just has. It, it's just factual. The value has gone down. So maybe Washington can make a play like that. Like if they get Deshaun, <laughs> then we, yeah. we can have a conversation about, you know, top three seed. In the, yeah. and I, know, I know you're getting excited there, but th- that's a real possibility <laughs> with this right. team. Like they, they've got the defense, they've got the head coach. It looks like they have the weapons now. They've got the, the running back locked up and they're all on rookie deals too. Like these guys are on rookie deals. You don't got to pay them enough. Um, Watson, I don't even think he's making like – it's not like he's making Dak Prescott money. Like he, for, for what you're getting and the money you're sure. paying, I think it's worth it. It's just an, another thing you have to look at with Deshaun Watson and just it's cor- his correlation with the Washington football team is that they just kind of revamped their organization in a way. Like they just – That's the thing, yeah. Asked all – like they – they got through all of those issues that they had. Like, it was tough to be a part of that, but yeah. they definitely got past it. And just, I think if you if you get this guy, like, obviously from a talent aspect, I want him. I'm all in. Uh-huh. But, again, if you go and try getting this guy, uh, it, damp- it t- puts another damper on your organization. It, it's a step in the wrong direction in that sense. And that's the only thing, like, that kind of irks me about it, if that makes yeah. sense. Quickly right. before Lucas asks you a question, because I know he's he's dying to get in here. Sorry. Okay. You, I, 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 listen. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Quickly before we continue, do you like football team as their name? Like, has it grown on you? It has. And it's. So different. you would keep? Would you keep it? Would I keep it? Depending on what the other options are. Like that's if, true. Too. That's a good a point. Red Wolves situation. <laughs> I don't want to hear no Red Wolves. Mm-hmm. But like, like there's some names that I like. I could definitely get used to, but. If there's just like nothing appealing that they can come up with, I think the football team's fine. I have no issue with it. Like it honestly has grown on me half this past year. All of my friends have made fun of me for it, but like, <laughs> man, See, I don't like, know. I don't know. I don't. I like if if it was my team, like, like okay, let, I'm throwing. I gotta talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Look, but oh, it's like my. the Toronto hockey team. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I Washington's such a storied franchise too in in the in the National Football League, and now they're gonna stick with the football team. What yeah. if you have any like? Do you have any idea of like what do you think would be a good name for them? Like keep like this is what I thought, and I thought it was brilliant personally. If you add in a name like the Warriors, right? I thought that too. I was you gonna say like that. An, I thought the Warriors keep, too. If you want to keep that kind of native, like, that like kind of culture to it, yeah. you can without using that other name, mm-hmm. right? You can put an arrow if you want, Washington Warriors. And I think that's perfect. I don't know why. Like, they had an old logo where it was just an arrow. And or I thought just it was, keep the W. Yeah, even that. Like, or yeah, just keep the W exactly. as well. It's Warriors. And I think that's perfect. And I don't know why it's so complicated. Like, I guess, mm-hmm. obviously, branding is not easy, but. It's yeah. such a like simple name. It goes with the city's W. Like it all, I think it all falls into place. And honestly, Warriors would be like that's my number one pick for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, boys, uh, see, I I'm not the biggest football guy. A lot of you guys know, so I like to hear like two good football minds go at it. So let's end off the show. We're gonna go back to the rookies and give your NFL offensive rookie of the year and your and your NFL defensive rookie of the year. Christian, start it off. Again, obvious answer, Trevor Lawrence, barring any issue, yeah. like Joe Burrow last year. I think it's Trevor Lawrence. Other than that, I think Kyle Pitts takes that, like, you know, like, sec- eight, like one, and, one, one and two in a way. Defense? 
this is where I kind of agree with Luca from before. I had my other reasons for Jamin Davis, but definitely Jamin <laughs> Davis is yeah. going to be defensive rookie of the year. He's put in that great defense. I think he's going to make big plays. He's going to get a couple picks. I think he's going to be that big playmaker like Darius Leonard was a couple years ago. You're going to see him pop off, and that's going to be your defensive rookie of the year. Hey, you know what? That's it's not a bad pick because he's probably he's probably gonna. Well, if he has this, like, I don't know how Rivera is gonna play him, but if he starts day one, like, man, I I can see him having like hundred he tackles. Will. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he's gonna have a one hundred tackles. Like, if he pans out, like, I know it, it it's hard it's hard to kind of put the pressure on him, but like, he's a monster. Like, if he could just polish some of his game, jeez, what a lad! I know you wanted JOK. Yeah. I really know you did want JOK, which is why I'm gonna say he's gonna win defensive rookie of the year just to spite you. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why I'm gonna say he's gonna win it. <laughs> but I do think Davis is a great pick. And offensive rookie of the year, if Justin Fields starts, I'm going with Justin Fields because we can have a situation like the Chargers last year where Tyrod Taylor started, Herbert came in, took the league by storm, and ultimately made the Chargers competitive. That can happen with Fields and Chicago because they got the defense, just like Washington, like we talked about. They've got the receivers, they don't have the quarterback. If he comes in and makes Chicago a playoff team, I really do think he can win that award. Yeah. I don't think Andy Dalton is uh, when I, I'm pretty sure they announced that Andy Dalton is, is going to start. Uh, he's, he's QB one right now, well, but for like now. For, for now, for now, if you see a Oh, and two Oh, and three record, I'm pretty sure Justin Field is uh, going to make his way into that spot. Again, safe pick Trevor Lawrence for me uh, on the offensive side. And then I'll just go with uh, my guy, Quiddy pay love the name. He's a beast. Love same beast. <laughs> Quiddy pay all the way, baby. So we're good, boys. Christian, I want to thank you so much for coming wow. on the show. Um, it's been a long time coming. I know. I know it's been a long time coming. We're going to get you on more shows, especially NFL NFL shows. You know what uh, we got to get this guy on for, Lucas? What do we got to get him on for? Luke? Maybe give a little tease to the audience. The Euros are starting soon. Oh, he's a soccer fan too, of course. He's You're friends a, with this a, guy too. That's Big right. And he, to, and, and he can talk about the azuri just as good oh, yeah. as i can okay is your team is your team inter as well no i'm a juventus fan. yeah i get him out don't ask him that question oh, we only come together when it's the country oh, yeah only That's when it's country the juve fan juve fan are you a hockey fan in any sense yeah, I'm. I'm. Can't wait for Thursday. I'm so excited. All right, good. You're not like this schmuck over here, boss. He also thinks. He also. He also thinks Katie's better than LeBron, but that's a discussion for another day. That's Ooh. we. That's Ooh. one thing we have to happen. It has that, to okay. happen. You We're might just gonna have a, a strict half an hour pod, half an hour pod on the LeBron Katie, just debate. That's he, tough. he might wow. become a fan favorite because when we go at it. Yeah, it gets crazy. So yeah, you might just. just, you, just guys, you might. Like, yeah. That was just a little Walking tease up. with the Washington, New York. Uh, thing yeah. i was like all right let these guys go uh so christian you're gonna be on a lot more podcasts coming up uh i want to thank you so much for being on it luke uh for luca moya i'm lucas Cortelli. thank you guys and uh, we'll see you guys next week